Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Feet and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your brain's coach and someone with a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn all the tools, tricks, and hacks to make your brain work its magic, to help your brain to do its absolute best so you can achieve and build and realize in your life anything you want because it's all in the brain. And I'm reading this new book, The Leading Brain. And in the book, these researchers, this company, um, they're talking about how they work with a lot of CEOs, with a lot of business owners, with a lot of um, leaders, helping them to incorporate all these practices to help them lead better, right? And build better companies and build better services and through that build better world. And so while I'm reading this book, and encountering all these similar tools, I'm like, hell yeah, it's, it, it is practice in the highest levels of, you know, leaders and, and achievers and, and people. And so I'm very happy that I can share it with you here because um, you're probably not going to encounter that kind of training in any educational system for quite a while. You know, we are the innovators. We are the early adopters. We someone who, um, who apply things first. So congratulations, guys. You're learning here the cutting edge tools of performance of leading self and others and yeah, of navigating your life instead of being controlled by your environment, your emotions, um, you know, people around you, whatever that might be. Today is Monday, guys. I'm very happy because I'm very happy on Monday. It's a day of action. It's uh, a day when we make things happen, right? Uh, I love Mondays. I can't wait for another Monday to see what I can change what I can create in this world, in this life. So very happy about Mondays. And on each Monday, I like to share a tool either about motivation or something that I believe if you apply it, if you truly apply it, will change the whole course of your week. And you know, our years, our decades are built from days and decades. And if you can transform just one week, that can be in months in a year, in two and five years can be a difference between you barely making it, not sure about anything in life and you being a um, leader in some area of whatever it is you're building, right? That can be such a difference. So I like to give those tools on Monday so you can attack your Monday with better toolkit, better um emotional and mental energy and better results starting right today on Monday. Today, I want to talk to you about mental fatigue and how to prevent that sucker um, because it can really screw up your progress during the, w- the week. For example, you do a lot, a lot, a lot on Monday, like different tasks, calls, reach out to potential clients or customers, uh, working on your copy, working maybe on some um, app feature. You know, there might be a lot, a lot of things. And by the end of Monday, you feel like you already cannot continue the whole week with the same pace, right? And and yet, you know, you must, you must continue in order to make progress and move things forward, right? We want to prevent that feeling. We want to finish our Monday feeling 
uh, kind of tired, but not exhausted, not like we can't continue. And also during Monday, we don't want to feel like uh, it's half of the day only and we're already feeling like our brain is all over the place and there is so much in it that it seems like you can't possibly put anything else in, you know, like you feel just that pressure in your mind. And at the end of the day, when you're supposed to be reading and learning, you just can't do anything but, I don't know, watch some TV and do something really low-level activity, right? We want to be productive the whole day. We want to be working on the important things the whole day and then continue the next day and the next day, right, um, for the majority of the week except for the days when we take off. So how do we do that? How do we prevent that uh, mental fatigue settling in, that uh, overwhelm and the feeling of being all over the place, right? Again, if you are working on your thing on some project in a company, um, you probably are wearing a lot of hats and there are a lot of decisions to be made and there are a lot of things to think of and maybe even you know people to take care of do somebody else job until they can do it fully right there are so many things so how do you prevent this exhaustion mental and sometimes even physical and how do you keep going right how do you keep going feeling productive tired but not exhausted and ready to go the next day and the day after and the day after. So there are three things that in our modern environment are kind of encouraged and they kind of screen up your mental energy and your mental performance, right? Your brain works worse, like much worse. By some estimation, 50-60% worse because of these poor habits that are encouraged by our environment. So what are those habits and what you need to change today, right away, to get right away a lot more energy, mental and physical, and feel like you can do more like you are limitless how can you do today so number one your social media your phone management specifically phone and social media guys you gotta manage it you cannot allow it to manage you by being distracted by every notification or something else coming up on your phone from other people from the world or just you know simply people trying to sell you stuff one way or the other you got to be in control of technology, not allowing technology to control you, because otherwise you'll be exhausted, but you're not going to be accomplishing much. So how do you manage your social media? You schedule it. And that also goes to email. That also goes to your phone. You use it, first of all, no notifications, nothing, no sounds. Um, if you are someone who needs to be on the call all day long, um, maybe your job is, I don't know, replying to people, I would still do my best to try to schedule. Like, if you are in support of some kind, then do it in your work hours, right? And for that time when you're doing that support, you're not allowed to be using your social media except for the times that you choose, for example, every three hours, right? Or even if it's every two hours, it's still, still so much better than you checking it whatever, whenever, 
where you can't even get into the deep focus that is needed to solve certain problems or to come up with certain solutions. You need to manage technology, right? Email, it is recommended. Even in that book, The Leading Brain, what top companies do, top managers, top CEOs, executives, manage your email, manage your phone. It seems, you know, when you are a manager of a lot of people, when you're a CEO, you need to be on call, you need to be available all day long. But no, they understand that in order to do their job well, they need their brain to perform well. And in order for that to happen, they cannot be available the whole all day long, you know, all the time on the phone, all the time on the email. No, they schedule it either, you know, for email one, two times per day. Uh, some people even schedule it, you know, a couple of times per week. Um, depends on the work that you do, on exactly where you are right now with your activities. You might need a different schedule, different maybe from mine or somebody else, but you need to manage it. You cannot, again, receive your notifications all day long about everything, be replied to everything, and hoping that you still make major progress and hoping to avoid that brain fatigue. You see, every time you switch tasks, your brain has to switch modes, uh, switch from one activity to another. It requires additional energy. It requires additional time. Per task, they say, it's about 20-30 seconds. But imagine if you do it all day long, the tens of times per hour, how much time you're spending. And then they say to get to the same level of focus, if you if you've been focusing for a while and then you were interrupted, it usually takes, like they estimate 20 minutes more to get into the same level of focus. And also every time you do this task switching, your brain knows that feels it besides taking additional energy time it also like you do separate tasks every day and there are only so many decisions so many tasks done well you can accomplish before starting to feel exhausted so every time you switch that task kind of like you know you have this sand clock and the amount of uh, send you have it's less and less and less and less and less every time you switch tasks for things like checking your social media uh, it really makes a huge difference so the best practice in the industry of high performance and that is recommended to most leaders people who are into achieving the best they can the best recommended practice is schedule. Schedule your email, schedule your social media, schedule any interaction with your phone, to be honest, or um, with technology that is constantly supplying more and more, you know, emails, notifications, interactions, right? Schedule those things. I personally do every three hours, and then I do not allow myself to touch that thing. I hide my phone because it is freaking addictive. Every time I touch it, I get sucked in into something. And you might think that you have better willpower control, but willpower or that ability to resist things Studies also show it is very limited. It is resource demanding. And the more you use it for dumb shit, like checking, not checking your social media, the less of it you have available for more important tasks, something that is important to your work, to your mission in life, right? So you get a schedule phone and turn off every single sound. If you need to connect with someone, 
make an arrangement in advance. So at that time, we're going to be connecting. Please be online. That's how most people in my circle do. They do not reply to you ever right away unless they know that you're going to be in touch at that moment, right? So that's a huge one thing. Manage your technology. Do not allow it to manage you. It's a huge factor in mental fatigue and how exhausted mentally you feel at the end of the day. Number two, do not multitask, guys. Do not, because you never do anyway. Every single piece of data shows that we are not able of multitasking, like dedicating your resources on working to working on something that requires your thinking. We cannot do two things at a time. Not going to happen for anyone. We are not multitasking machines like our computers, our brain just are not built that way. We just switch tasks. And again, task switching, whether that's social media or just task switching between one like presentation, an email, a call, um, a text message, these tasks, uh, uh, doing some research this and then reading something there and then maybe having a snack, right? Like switching this task all the time, uh, it is very counterproductive to being productive. Um, every time, again, we switch our focus, we spend additional mental and cognitive resources, and then our focus just isn't as deep um, as when we work on something for, let's say, an hour, right? Again, research data show this, show the, show this all the time, that we're just not doing the same quality of work and also estimated you spend 50% more time on accomplishing the same task. What it means is, for example, you need approximately a couple of hours to finish a presentation for your, let's say, um, public talk. And it approximately should take you two hours. But if you were to do it for 15 minutes and do something else and then do it 15 minutes more and do it, so it is estimated that you would spend twice as much time. And why? Because your brain, when you work on one task continuously, it gives you the insights, it gives you the information, it gives you, uh, it reorganizes its resources to serve this specific task. And that's why you accomplish things much faster. Just because when your brain is all in, you are better at thinking about this thing, you get better insights, you get better ideas, you get better solutions to different problems. And your brain, again, will give you much better insights and everything is going to be streamlined and going to be so much faster. So don't multitask. You never do it anyway. The brain is not capable of multitasking. What you do is task switching. And when they say, you know, well, some people can talk on the phone and cook dinner, usually about women or something. Uh, but the thing is, that's not multitasking. Um, we sometimes can do two things at the same time, like cooking or talking on the phone. It's because one thing became automatic and it doesn't require any of our thinking. And so here we have different systems of the brain involved. You know, one that does the habitual thing that doesn't require conscious awareness almost. And um, one thing like talking on the phone, obviously you need to pay attention to, to the person on the other side, right? To reply. So we use different systems for this kind of activities. So if you have two activities, like um, doing a presentation and then the second activity, uh, possibly answering emails where you also need to put your thinking in, right? When you have two activities, 
activities like that, you're not multitasking, you task switching, and that is very detrimental to your productivity. Plus, also there is data that we are we do about 50% more mistakes and um, inaccuracies when we do this kind of task switching versus unitasking. So if you want to be productive and if you want to have less mental fatigue accomplishing things faster, actually, unitasking is your thing. And then the third one, it kind of expands on unitasking. And this one um, I often heard from um, Tim Ferriss before I started to um, to use it in my life where I can. Because this one for some tasks, I can do them at the moment. For some tasks, not so much. So what I'm talking about is batching things. Meaning, let's say Monday. Uh, maybe maybe Monday in your business, it's a good day to reach out, to write a lot of emails, to do a lot of calls, right? So maybe half of the day, you're going to be doing calling. Half of the day, you're going to be writing emails. Even here, the best practice is not to have, let's say, your morning calling and emailing, but instead having your morning, let's say, only calling and then having your afternoon after a break only emailing. When we do similar kind of task, the whole process gets streamlined. Your whole, even like your fingers, how you, uh, you know, put the number in, um, your conversation, how it flows, um, how ideas with which speed, the quality of those ideas, how they come up, it all gets better and better and better. It's kind of like when you start running after a while, it gets like almost monotonous and and very like, almost like you're not touching the ground, right? It becomes very efficient. So the same happens when we do similar tasks like calling or email or maybe um, social media creation, right? You take one day and you create a lot, a lot of video content or a lot, a lot of writing content or a lot, a lot of audio content, right? So that's what I mean by batching, like batching uh, all the activities that you the same for the day, for example, in one big chunk of time, or even better, the whole day dedicated to the same activity. Um, and the more you batch it, the more effective it gets, right? So the more you can... Um, put those similar things together, like for the whole day, for example, the better you're going to get at it, uh, at all the uh, smaller tasks that will help you to accomplish, you know, the the bigger tasks for the day. And you're also going to be spending less energy and you're going to be accomplishing more uh, and and you're going to be more productive without feeling the same fatigue or without feeling like you are running out of steam, right? So this is a very powerful tactic, again, popularized by Tim Ferriss, at least for me. Uh, I'm sure it's been written and also in a lot of other books. Uh, I think I read about this technique in the book Effortless by, I believe, James McEwen. Uh, I might be not um, pronouncing, well, not pronouncing, but remember his first name, right? Um, but yeah, he wrote a book, a whole series of books. I think the first one was on min- minimalism, the and the second one, I think, was effortless. But um, this besides the point. Um, the most important thing is batching is a very, very, very effective tool. And again, it kind of expands on the unitasking because you basically... Uh, Batch, you basically unitask a lot, a lot of your tasks. Um, um, 
trying to figure out the best words to, to explain the content, but you get the idea. So instead of doing email here, call there, uh, piece of content uh, over there, uh, you do all of it in a big chunk of time, right? Like myself. So first couple of hours of the day, I'm going to dedicate to content. Then I'm going to be switching to a calling. Then I'm going to be switching to emails later in the day. So I'm not mixing and matching all of these activities. No, I do things in chunks, in Patches. Also, my learning is in one big chunk. I also found that uh, when I used to sprinkle my learning throughout the whole day, it just wasn't as effective. Or once I at in the evening, at the end of my day, get into learning and start reading and start uh, accumulating knowledge, so to speak. Uh, it gets so much more efficient. It just words start to really make sense really fast, right? It's a huge, huge, huge superpower. So use this and they will save you hours. They will save you hours of work, guys. You actually get free time, like several hours if you start applying these techniques today. And besides that, you're not going to be feeling exhausted and fatigued at the end of the day. Like, believe me, if you dedicate one day, let's say, to only one kind of task, at the end of the day, even if you work for eight nine hours, you're still going to feel like you have a lot of energy. And that's because for the brain, it is much easier, much less resource demanding to work unitasking on a similar task throughout the whole day than to always be switching and coming up with new things um, and always needing new resources to, again, uh, find the ways how to operate different tasks. And again, of course, social media. So let's recap. Number one, your social media, your technology, do not let it use you. Use it for what you need to get done. Schedule a social media, schedule your email, schedule any interactions with your phone or the technology that requires your attention, right? Uh, hide it, like hide it. I usually hide it in my bag, in my hole. Sometimes I even forget where it is. I'm like, where's my phone? <laughs> right? uh, so use your technology. Do not allow it to use you and cause your mental fatigue that steals your productivity. Number two, unitask. Multitasking does not exist. It makes you spend 50% more time on average on the same task and you're going to make 50% more mistakes on average. Mistakes, inaccuracies, things that um, after better thinking you think was were stupid. So unitask, you do not do multitasking. Nobody does. We just like do not, people do not do multitask. And number three, batch things. So that is unitasking on steroids and it will save you so much energy. You'll get so many more productive hours because of that. And finally, perhaps you'll, at the end of the day, you'll be able to do those extra things, learnings, research that you've always wanted to do, but you're so exhausted at the end of the day that you just feel like you have no power and no energy and no resources to continue. I've been there, guys, and every time I land in that land of mental fatigue at the end of the day, I look back at my day. I'm like, Angela, you checked your social media. You were not managing it. It was managing you. And you were all over the place with your task. You were switching, trying to do so many things that you ended up accomplishing less, feeling fatigued. So this doesn't work. And once I really saw the difference, I'm like, yeah, this doesn't work. So whatever it takes, just be consistent with unitasking, batching, and not allowing technology to use me, but using it instead. 
Hope this episode was super, super helpful to you guys. And I also really, really hope that you're gonna start using all of that right away. These are simples. Now, takes a little bit of thinking at first how you can batch things, but it can be super simple also to start, like batch your emails, batch your calls, do not be all over the place sprinkling your activities, right? Just batch those things in your day, unitask, do one task, finish it, do another task. If you have any questions about anything you heard today, then I'm going to be also talking about all these techniques on my Instagram at 1000 year young. Uh, there's going to be a video post today with the summary of these techniques. So uh, check out my Instagram at 1000 year young. Send your questions to Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com to really master all these tools. If you didn't understand something, maybe you'd like to get some more information, some more studies, some more reading. So Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com. And also, if you love this episode, if you find this information useful, please do share. Please read us on iTunes because together by sharing, by teaching each other, each other, we can help more people and we can create a better, more productive, not mentally fatigued world together. So please share, please teach other people. And till next time, guys, your homework is to figure out how to put into practice everything that you've learned today. Happy, productive day, and I'll talk to you very soon. Do the homework.